Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, everybody. It's me, Laura Von Holt, and I'm coming live to you from the state of Hawaii. Hi, Laura. It's Alex. (laughs) Hi. I mean, we've been... Since we started this podcast, we've been doing yeah. it over Zoom, but usually you're just mere blocks away, and now yes. you're in Hawaii. I'm 5,000 miles away, yeah. <laughs> and, and six hours time difference. I know. Wild, wild, wild. Um, let's tell the people, first of all, welcome back, everybody. And, um, we have, we have a lot, we have some stuff to talk about, some stuff to talk about a lot. And, oh, but also, you know, Alex, I wanted to say we have a lot of people, we have a lot of listeners because, you know, this is a, a forecast. I mean, a podcast for, we're doing so great. A podcast about Susan Miller's forecast. And I just remembered I, we have listeners in a lot of places and we have a lot of listeners in India. And I just wanted to like, send like our hearts and our thoughts and also some of our donated dollars out to India. Cause I know they're having a, a rough spot. So we just want to say hi to India. Let me know. Absolutely. Thinking We're thinking yeah. about you. Yeah. Um, so this month, this episode, it's going to be a little bit different because as I said, I'm in Hawaii and I'm here with my family. And so we needed to streamline a couple of things. So we're the only horoscopes we're going to talk about this this episode are Taurus and Scorpio. But first, we're going to recap the supermoon from April. April, oh, lot to say there. Then we're going to do the note from Susan Miller for May. And then we're going to talk about the May forecast for Taurus and Scorpio. And then, I don't know if this is people know this is a segment we have, but at the end, we always recap the practical advice from Susan Miller so that if you just want to know what to do, <laughs> you can take that advice. Yeah. So Susan has a lot of practical advice and we want to bring a that lot. to you. Exactly. You know, sometimes people just want actionable items and we're, we have <laughs> That's that right. for them. Yeah. So, okay. So let's recap. The super moon was on April 26th. Okay. And when in the April forecast and Alex, you and I are not really sure because we read everyone's horoscope. So when you, when we heard 12 times in a row that the super moon was going to be doom and gloom and terrible and maybe full of unexpected surprises, it's kind of really scary. I got highly anxious. I know other people were highly anxious. I think you also felt anxious. Um, and uh, so I guess first we should say whether or not anything happened and then talk about the lead up to the super moon, maybe. Right. I yeah. was worried. Uh, yeah. You know, it wasn't only my horoscope, Scorpio, that she said, mm-hmm. bad things are coming, prepare for the worst. There's n- th- Part of what was so terrifying is she kept saying, there's nothing you can do about it. You're not going to know what's going to happen and there's nothing you can do. And right. I, I do think it was scary for us because we read 12 of these that were terrifying. Yeah. But I will say mm-hmm. I had a, a lot of other friends reach out to me and say, I just read mm-hmm. mine and I'm really worried. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. It was scary. So, so we all had Monster Moon Mania and yeah. I heard mixed things from people. Yeah. Um, mixed things. Yeah. I heard very mixed things. I 
You know, I heard some people say, oh, this thing happened on the Monster Moon that wasn't great, but it wasn't totally unexpected. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, I got a job offer, which was a good thing. Whoa. So, but also unexpected. But also unexpected because now we're going mm-hmm. on like 13 or 14 months that I haven't had a job. So yes, it was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say so. Um, but you know, I didn't have anything like monumentally bad. I hope I'm not jinxing anything. Um, mm-hmm. Did you encounter anything terrible? Well, no, but I was so worried because that was the day that I was flying home to Hawaii and I haven't seen my family in 13 months. And I was worried that something, and, and it sounded like something I'd be going to my apartment. So I was worried that I would like land and find out something bad about my apartment. But also because when, when she mentioned something about a home or residence, that would be around the full moon. What I got nervous about is that um, when I return to New York, my lease will be up. And so then I thought something might get, the rug might get pulled out from under me. And so the like first three weeks of April, I like was looking like maybe I was going to move or maybe I was going to move immediately upon returning. And I like, um, like there was all of this apartments at the apartment above one of my friends became available. And like, so I had all of these shenanigans going on around apartments. And then I realized, and then it, it just ended up that I, my lease got renewed and that negotiation went fine. And so I feel like I actually created the super moon <laughs> because <laughs> right. I was worried about the super moon. But had I not read my horoscope, I would have just re-signed my lease and lived my life. Right. But then I thought, because I thought shenanigans might happen, I was trying to have like backup options in case while I was gone, the apartment fell through. And so, yeah. So, but then one thing that did happen to my older sister is a, is a Taurus. And she's a massage therapist and she fell and broke one of her fingers uh, like a day before, two days before the super moon. And now she's in a cast and can't work for weeks until it's better. So I don't know if that's related to the super moon, if I just got super moon like adjacent <laughs> you know, or what. It's possible. <clears throat> yeah. But I also had friends messaging me saying that on the super moon, like, it's here, it's here. And Alex, you know what? You and I were joking that we should have played the lottery on the super moon. And then I forgot because I was flying. I forgot until this very moment yeah. that you just mentioned. That. Yeah. But there's some things that are for tourists that make me think like, maybe I'll just play the lottery <laughs> because it sounds oh, great. like in tourist season might be a good time for a tourist to play oh. the lottery. I I think. Yeah. Right. But good. yeah, so that's my super moon. We heard from people that, that they were scared, but then things were okay. If anybody wants to tell us if they had anything. Oh, Susan Miller herself had something dramatic happen. Susan what did, Miller like, had had a bad monster moon. Um, yeah. I, she posted on Instagram that she had quite a bit of water damage in her apartment, Ooh. which is something that Susan is always predicting for people, water damage. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah. it's something that she feels she can predict, but she had a very dramatic incident and then... Unfortunately, her ex-husband died um, <gasps> as well. Wow. So 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 now I'm wondering if like a lot of her foretelling was like her own intuition about things happening for her. And then she was like, FYI, in case anybody else was affected, because it sounded like she did have a very impactful monster moon for herself. 
but maybe not for everybody, which I guess makes sense. Not everyone in the world can have a terrible time on the same day, right? Can they? Well, I guess it could be possible. But I don't know. Ask, ask the dinosaurs. Can everybody in the world <laughs> have a terrible day on the same day? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's the thing that keeps me from totally giving myself over to believing in astrology because yeah. sometimes I read my horoscope and I think, oh my gosh, look, these things apply to me. And then I think about all the Scorpios in the world and they think, yeah. well, <laughs> I don't know about well, this. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's true. That gives some comfort, some perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah. so are we thinking that, so if Susan was sensing that she was going to have a bad monster moon, mm-hmm. but then she projected on all mm-hmm. of the other signs, mm-hmm. that's not, maybe not so good. I know, but you know, I do think Susan always is trying her best. Like she's got a motherly energy where she's always like, oh honey, I want to give you a heads up. So I guess it's up to us. Maybe I should be more discerning next time and not send myself into a panic. Um, And just remember that it's like kindly advice and not like certain doom. But I do think reading everyone's horoscope made me feel like it was going to be way bigger than it ended up being. I think that's true. I will not yeah, blame Susan Miller for my own anxiety. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like I've taken some responsibility for my own anxiety and riling myself up into right. it, you know. <laughs> right. But then, you know, you never know because there's been things where she's so right about certain things like water damage and things. Like, you know, she accurately predicted the water damage for as well. So, I don't know. Anyway, we survived. We made it past. And you know what? There's a full moon every month. I have to remember. Exactly. Every month. Right. Oh, relax. <laughs> this one happened to be yeah. of the monster variety, but who of knows? Of the monster what variety, the, yeah. Who knows what the next yeah. one will bring? Who knows? Um, okay, so with that, I think we should get into the note from Susan Miller yeah. for this for May. And let us acknowledge, again, Susan Miller was on time. Yet again. Yet again. They released on May 1st. And what's always this, the third month running that they've been on time or early? Yeah, third month. Mm-hmm. I can't explain that's the that's even more anxiety inducing to me that it's just this new world and she has to explain why it's on time now but it is yeah it's a whole new season and it must have been done really early because as she explained in her notes to Susan Miller Susan Miller has an ex-husband named Don Miller and he unfortunately passed away um and that's and the note was a kind of a tribute to him talking about Don and his life and um, what kind of man he was and talking about um, him as a father and their daughters that they had together. Um, And it was a different kind of note because usually she has, there's a few sections to it. Like she tells you maybe a little bit of an overview of the month and then she will tell you any like personal news or then any business news, like a sponsorship or if she has a book or something. And this one was just a straightforward letter about saying that her husband had died or her ex-husband had died. Um, and, um, and I actually got a little bit touched for a second. At first I was like, Oh, I very selfishly being like, but where's the information for me? But, uh, then I got, I got very touched as I was reading it. Um, and I think I'm just going to read a little bit from it. One thing I thought we should note, first of all, is that, um, she says, Dawn was born a Scorpio, October 26th. So the April 26th full moon and transiting Uranus were directly opposed to his son. And he died on May 1st, which is my birthday. So Don is a Scorpio like Alex and was died on my birthday, May 1st, on the 
the beginning of tour season. I just thought that was an interesting coincidence. And then what Susan says about Don is that Don was a good person, honest, ethical, kind, and soft-spoken, and he had a lovely intellectual side. He loved to read and he loved the jazz. When he couldn't ride his bike, he took the bus, read the New York Times, and shopped for his own groceries and key food. He lived in a four-story walk-up, and even when ill, he kept going up and down those stairs. You will live with me and our children forever. We will always love you. And that was like the most Susan Miller remembrance ever, that it was like he grocery shopped at Key Food and he walked up. It was like these random New York details yeah. <laughs> like about his life and what he did. And uh, and they were kind of arbitrary. But I also was just very touched when I when she mentioned her daughters. And I thought like, oh, right. Like we've never heard about Don before, except for that one time that you and I, that you and I remember that one time when she talked about the luckiest day of the year on January 28th or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, she gave that story about like how her like she her ex husband had left her nothing, and she was waiting to hear if they're going to keep the apartment. And that turned out those papers had been signed on January twenty eighth. So that's the only thing we ever knew about this ex husband. And then he had passed. Then she just gave this long note that he had passed away. And um, and I was like, oh wait, we haven't really heard about this man before. I mean, maybe they have you know separate lives, privacy reasons. There's probably not a whole lot of time when you talk about your ex-husband in the horoscope. So, but yeah. Yeah. She really, I I was surprised reading all these years that she's never really mentioned him. And I Mm -hmm. thought maybe I had forgotten. I spoke to our friend Liz, who was also a longtime Mm -hmm. reader. And I said, did you know anything about the ex-husband? And she said, Mm -hmm. no, nothing. She -hmm. would put in all those things about her mother. Yeah. We knew so much about little mom. But yeah, she couldn't remember anything either about Dawn. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. But, um, but uh, you know, and I was like, oh, this is a little bit odd that there's a whole letter to him. But then I, I was thinking, well, you know, on my website or my blog or my Instagram, if I had an ex-husband, he passed away, I would also post a tribute there. It's just kind of like what people do now is like whatever your platform or your outlet or is, that's where you post your remembrances of people. So um, it seemed normal. And, uh, but yeah, there was no other information. It was just a tribute to Don. So this month's note from Susan Miller was just a tribute to Don Miller. Um, and yes. And yeah. she posted on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is nice that she said she felt mm-hmm. very happy. Um, people's responses and posts in response to the note were very mm-hmm. nice. And, and she mm-hmm. put a little tribute on Instagram too, I think. And she, yeah. she said in this Instagram story that she was, she didn't use the word relieved, but she was happy that people responded so well to the fact that she was sharing personal info. She wasn't sure that that's the way that it would go, which it's, it's sweet of her to say, I guess. But then it also uh-huh. makes me feel like Susan doesn't really understand part of why we read her horoscopes. Right. Cause there's, we read it because there's random personal details about like, her apartment coming through on the luckiest day of the year or like the thing that that the way she and her family navigated Thanksgiving, you know, like, right. Exactly. I was was like, no, no, no. We're like those, those weird little gems are what we're reading for. Right. Like we're here for that, Susan. Like that was nice of of you to say, but, but, but but this is part of your charm. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so yeah, yeah, keep, keep the (laughs) personal anecdotes coming. Yeah, please. I mean, I don't expect that we'll hear much about Don because we never did. Um, but right. you know, but anyway, so on behalf of this Susan Miller fan, fan podcast, I do want to offer our sincere condolences to Susan Miller and especially to her two daughters on the yes. loss of their father. 
because it's not been an easy year for anybody and there has been a lot of loss and um it sounded like he she said he'd had Parkinson's and so it had been mm-hmm. an ongoing thing and, and he passed very peacefully. Um, but you know, on behalf of the podcast and her fans, I we do offer our condolences and um and I hope that her family can be can be together for can be there for each other. That's true too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah. Susan, that you that the monster moon got you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Susan. We were worried, but not for you. And I should have been worried for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So that's the note from Susan Miller. So let's get into Taurus. Um, Taurus. Well, first of all, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Laura. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Happy birthday to all of my fellow Taurus, Tauruses, Tauri, Tauruses, Taurians. Great. (laughs) Happy birthday. Um, And all the things to remember is that whenever it's the season of whatever sign, zodiac sign, all of the things that are for that sign are for the other signs as well. So when I'm talking about Taurus, I'm also bestowing the benevolence and good fortune that is here for Taurus on all of my fellow, my fellow Taurians and all of everybody and every other zodiac sign. So, and Tauruses are known for, to be generous. So like, even though I'm not reading your horoscope right now, if you're not a Taurus, you can always go to astrologyzone.com and read your own horoscope, but just know that these Taurian blessings are for everyone. That's so kind and generous. Yeah, thanks so much, Alex. <laughs> well, you know, it's a Taurus just love to share. And also right. I did the most Taurus thing ever, which is like like my you know, Tauruses love luxury. And I spent my birthday at like a very fancy hotel with my sisters, and there was like a lot of celebration and um just fanciness and and lying down in the sunshine, which is like what Tor- Taurus bull doesn't like to lie around in the sunshine. Exactly. The Taurus dream. <laughs> yeah. The Taurus dream. Um, okay, so for Tauruses, one thing Susan Miller said that I thought was just great to carry into a Taurus New Year is she said, "Dream big and plan." <laughs> and I was just like, if that isn't a motivational quote for the ages, <laughs> dream yeah. big and plan. Man, yeah, dream okay. big and plan. And I was like, yeah, I would, I mean, if we're going to have merch, that's one of the things we need to have on the on merch, right. dream big and plan. Yeah. Well, um, as your friend, I would say that you yeah. are someone who dreams big, but you also yeah. plan. You do both. I do plan. I do both. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, that sounds very Taurus, dream big and plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't just dream big and lie down. <laughs> dream big and plan. <laughs> Well, she does often say things like she doesn't say them this way. I've, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but like you have to meet yeah. the universe halfway kind of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's anyway. kind of a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. So, so with something that she said as like, so I'll just go through a few sections of our horoscope to give people the highlights. So overall, she says life has certainly been moving fast for you with unexpected twists and turns around every corner. And I was like, yeah, Susan, because you made me nervous. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. And you, she says, you'll like some of these surprises and not like others. The reason for this unusual state of affairs is that Uranus, where I, Alex, I have to giggle every time I say Uranus. I giggle every time. Uranus, 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 Honeyway, everybody. Taurus's Uranus, the planet of all things unexpected, is in Taurus. Now I've got more giggles. 
traveling over your son for the first time in your life and it takes your <laughs> I would love to meet someone who's just like no that that's no longer funny to me that now that I'm an adult it's not true <laughs> it just gets funnier don't listen to this it takes Uranus 84 years to circle the sun. And I've been I've been hanging out with a five-year-old a lot because I've been on a booty dancing. So now I'm just thinking about like 84 years to twerk around the sun. <laughs> wow. Uranus is taking a sweet time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but okay, but so getting back to like interesting parts of astrology. Okay, yeah. So, so the the thing that's unusual is that unless you were born in 1935 to 1941 or 42, when Uranus was retrograding back and forth between Taurus and Gemini, something, something, you've never experienced this aspect. So if you are younger than uh I don't know, how old are you being like 80. 80, yeah. If you're younger than 80, yeah, you're not almost 80. This. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, and, okay. Then she says, so Uranus is a little like lightning. <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm a professional astrology podcaster. <laughs> okay. We, we can't compete with Uranus. Okay, giggles. I'm just gonna say the planet of Uranus is a little like lightning. You don't know when it will strike, but when it does, it brings exciting and very positive news. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that anyway, Taurus is the planet of Uranus is doing something that hasn't done 84 years. So um, get ready, but in an exciting way. Um, okay. So then she did harken back to the full moon, um, the super moon in April. And she said something about it highlighted a relationship with your romantic or business partner. Partner, And then she said this, which is why I was so worried about moving. She said, your chart shows a growing emphasis on your residence, which makes me wonder if you would soon be moving. Even if you have no plans to move, perhaps find a more perfect space with more room or a different neighborhood. And the idea might have come up as a strong possibility the full moon last month. And also home renovation or moving will come up again around the August 8th new moon. So Taurus's if moving or resident stuff came up for you during a full moon, it could, might come up again in August around the new moon of August. So that was just good for me to remember because like I said, there was a lot of moving and things. <laughs> okay. So then she went, went on to the new moon, May's new moon. This was very nice. She said, the new moon will give you a path forward or you, for you will listen to your own mind and not be influenced by others. She said, the pandemic is dragging on, but you seem to have a vision of your future this month and you'll enjoy embellishing your plans as soon as we get to a post-pandemic period. Dream big and plan. That's where this is coming up. Um, and she said, the new moon will give you something you want dearly and only you know what that might be, but you have to know what it is and be willing to reach for the golden apple on the tree. So I don't really know what I'm what golden apple I'm reaching for, but if I know what it is, I could reach for it on the new moon. Which is confusing, but dream big and plan. <laughs> yeah, dream big and plan. And again, yeah. it's the kind of like the universe can't do it all. It can't tell you what it is and help you reach for the apple. You have to right. do something yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it is in line with what she says usually. Yeah. And then, but then the golden apple thing, and I don't remember if I'm if I'm remembering my Greek mythology, right. But I do remember there was a contest about the golden apple that started the Trojan war. And so then I went off on like a whole other thing and yeah, but let's just Laura, let's just stay focused and be like, it's a great new moon. 
Um, okay, so then another thing to note is that Pluto is also within significant range of Venus and Gemini, your second house of income, suggesting you can make more money in weeks and months ahead. And I was like, that sounds great, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, says, Saturn will support Venus too. And Saturn is in your house of fame and honor. So you could build job security fairly easily. So Taurus is around the new moon, job security, money, fame, honors, reach for that golden apple. That's what I'll say. And if anybody else is listening to this and they're not a Taurus, remember, these are also blessings for you. Okay. Then we went to a classic Kazumiller move where she was like, this is actually a strong month for Mercury. Won't go retrograde until May 29th to June 22nd. But again, a Merc retro warning is she always will give us. Don't get too close to May 29th. Sign contracts, et cetera. Um, early May or put them off until July. I signed my lease early May, so I think I'm okay. Um, but she said, you will start to feel the delays, changes, and backtracking of Mercury once you get to approximately May 21st. But that gives you three strong weeks to forge ahead. So dream big, make your plans first three weeks. And then, well, we're, we're going to cover Merc Retro in a separate episode because there's a lot here. There's so much. <sighs> yeah. But back to the good news, Tauruses. Jupiter is moving into Pisces and will return to your career house, giving you the best boost to your career that you've seen in over a decade. I was like, whoa. So lasting from July 28th, December 28th, 2021. If you want to interview for a new position, do so. This will be the year to make your mark, dear Taurus. It's up to you to decide if that's what you'd like to do. I always like when she says, dear Taurus or dear Scorpio, dear your sign. Like, I feel like that's when she's really in her like mom mode where she's like, honey, this is it. And you're like, if she says, dear Taurus, she's holding hope for you very close to her heart. Um, So, yeah. So I don't know. Exciting career things. She said, you will like the period that Jupiter spends in Pisces for you have much more fun. And I was like, oh my God, she knows me so well. Yeah. You may be seeing friends now and then dining out and generally feeling more connected to people. I mean, which is true. I've gotten back to them with my family. I'm much more connected right now. Um, And you'll begin building a semblance of a social life. She said, when Jupiter was in Aquarius, formerly, you likely felt pressure to produce at work. If you're eager to make make a name for yourself, you did so willingly. Um, But if that was not your main goal, and your goal is to have a richer, more fulfilling personal life, you will love Jupiter and Pisces. Um, So she said, said, be excited because the coming 10 weeks will be breezy, soft, warm, and possibly fun, which I think is Susan Miller's way of saying hot girl summer. I think that you're right. Yeah, that's what I think she means. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And I like that she said all of that. I think in previous months she would have said that. And then she also would have put the caveat, but wear your mask and don't be a super spreader. So it's yeah. interesting mm-hmm. that she didn't include that this time. Like she, yeah, if it had been two months ago, she would have said, you can do these things, but um, do them outside and be safe. Yeah, but she's definitely moved, feel like feeling the vaccine groove because she's yeah. like not saying it's over, but she's like you're having more opportunities. Which I don't know if that's just astrology, if that's the web. I mean, we all base things off of New York. We're like this right. when spring and summer come, New York just explodes with life again. Everyone's so excited for the sunshine. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's both astrology and both seasonal, I think. But anyway, Susan Miller right. thinks the horses <laughs> are gonna have a you know, just. We're Taurus is gonna have a hot girl summer, so you know, get excited, have fun, get ready. Okay, okay. Then there's the full moon. Okay, so the next every month, Alex, there's a full every, moon. Every, every they month. never stop coming. They never <laughs> stop. They never stop coming. Oh my god! It's just we just go round and round and round. <laughs> okay. 
uh, or I guess the moon goes around and around and around. But, but <laughs> so, give us yeah. time to catch our breath. Yeah, I mean, okay. if it's not a full well, moon, I, it's a new moon. The moon, I mean, every two weeks. <laughs> like how how are we supposed to live? I, yeah, <laughs> just let us live, moons. Just let us live. <laughs> okay, so. The full moon of May 26th is a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. which I don't know why, but something I got on high alert again. Um, so she said at this point, instead of travel, you will be thinking about organizing your finances. The full moon will light your eighth house of other people's money, which rules taxes, inheritance, government stimulus checks, venture capital, student and bank loans, mortgages, original and refinance, credit cards, bonuses, commissions, royalties, and license fees, child support, divorce settlements. All funds you receive outside of salary or funds you have to send out to pay off an obligation. Full moons bring closure and sometimes a demand for payment. So if you owe anyone and don't quite have the money to pay them, you could be quite stressed. Okay. That sounds like you have a bookie and you don't want to get your legs broken, but that's Yeah, fine. 100%, 100%. I also, every time she gives a list of like possible sources of income or possible adventures you could have, I feel like I'm reading, you know, the end of the pharmaceutical commercials when they're like, have to talk really fast to get all of their disclaimers in. <laughs> yeah, or like this, right? Yeah, that's exactly what that's like. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's like, if you try to marry, you might have to go, like, the full moon, you Well, the good news is, you you know, you could maybe um, be in one of those commercials. I could, I could, I'm ready. This is my audition for (laughs) (laughs) for the pharmaceutical commercials. Exactly. Um, So, pardon me. So, okay, the thing she wanted to leave, let us know, is that eclipses often bring important life changes. So you may be splitting assets at the end of a marriage or business or reaching to close a door and walk away. Sometimes a promise is broken at an eclipse and it may be that promised venture capital does not come. Your sponsor or investor has a flurry of excuses. I hope this doesn't happen. Neptune will be in hard angle to Mercury. So verify facts and get everything in writing as your assumptions or perceptions might be off only to be complicated further with upcoming Mercury retrograde. So there, oh, okay. So then she said, this is other interesting. So basically the full moon, there could be money to pay. Something might be get stressful. And then there also might be a change. And she says, the eclipse portends a change in the way you receive income, invest, save, or access money when you need to take on an expensive dream, like buying a house. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. So she said, for um, like, you might have a change of job or get new benefits, like something like healthcare, something might happen. So for now, on the May 26th eclipse, you will need to look over your investments. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. Like, there's a change coming up, might be stressful, might not, as we know, sometimes you said something stressful and they're just fine. But that's what the eclipse is for um, Tauruses. Okay, and then she, the last thing that she talked about was was love. So she said, Jupiter into Pisces, your 11th house will do wonders for your love life. The 11th house is opposite your fifth house of true love. And when a major planet like Jupiter moves into the 11th house, it pings energy into the opposite house across the sky. That's confusing me. Anyway, in your case, Tauruses, Jupiter's energy will be directed to Virgo, your house of true love. And you can't quite get your mind into dating during the first week of May. You can use May's first week to treat yourself to something madly flattering to wear. Browse your favorite websites and have a little fun. But this is where, this is the sentence that, that, that pertains to everyone. You may not be aware of your powerful magnetism, but others will be, and you will get the right kind of attention. Great. Well, yeah. So, I mean, my takeaway from the, for Tauruses is that dream big and plan. and. Susan Miller says, hot girl summer. I love those takeaways. Yeah, yeah. 
And then at the very end, we said there were there was no other ads or anything in her note to Susan Miller. She did again advertise that you could buy that astrology book that she wrote the forward to. So businesswoman Susan Miller back in the game. Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah. business businesswoman Susan Miller very excited about this book. I mean, this is now yeah. we're on month two of her talking about yeah. this. Yeah, she only talked about CBD water once. So. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think she didn't really care for that CBD water, but you know, I don't yeah, want to make any just, assumptions. Yeah, she might, it just might have been an experiment. I don't know. But anyway, Taurus is full, lots of blessings um, and happy, happy birthday, Taurus. Taurus sounds great. Um, I have to yeah. say, Scorpio was kind of great too. Although, oh, awesome. you know, after she terrified all of us about the monster moon, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she knew we could not handle more bad news. Yeah. Which yeah. like that's it's been fine. a year. Yeah. 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 It's been a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so overall, Scorpio was great. She start she does start it on kind of a down note, which is like Scorpio's probably had a hard time with the monster moon because it was a full moon in Scorpio. She said, mm-hmm. so maybe you're picking up the pieces from that. Um okay. And then you mentioned she talked about eclipses in Taurus. She starts off right away by saying that we are in eclipse season. And so there is the one that's arriving in Sagittarius on May 26th. And then she said something interesting, which is that eclipses can sometimes be felt a month to a day earlier. So it's very possible that we were feeling the eclipse right around the time of the monster moon as well, which seems like a kind of a double whammy. Um, And I thought it was interesting. You said she talked about the eclipse mostly in terms of your finances. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing that there are differences between the signs, like now that we're we're reading more than one, because she says that the Sagittarius eclipse of May 26 for Scorpio is going to affect um, relationships and family. Oh, okay. So it's for Tauruses, it's going to be a money thing. And for Scorpios, it's going to be relationship and family. Interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, she also mentions the new moon in Taurus on May 11th, and she said that's also about partnerships, either romantic partnerships or business partnerships. So there's a good chance that you might be like adding a business partner or a manager or an agent. Um, and if it is in the romantic relationships part, you might be getting engaged. Um, or if you're already married, you're maybe thinking up like new goals or things that you can do together. Um, and she does say that the Pluto support of the new moon will allow you to accomplish a great deal when you work in unison with another person, which I like. I mean, I also kind of like love that idea generally. It's Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like, Susan, is this just like a a good thing to say to someone? Yeah. Yeah. Or was this in my chart? I don't know. Maybe both. Um, so she says that you know, pairing up with someone could be a good thing. You might learn things that you didn't know about that this other person knows about, and you might be excited by it. Um, She did say also that there is something that's happening with planets, which I just, I can't get into what all the planets are doing. I find it very confusing. (sighs) They're always moving. (laughs) They're always moving. And honestly, you know, I can't get through a sentence about Uranus anyway. So I'm just going to say planets are doing something. And she says that they're going to put a spotlight on all areas of your life ruled by the ninth house, which covers foreign people and places. 
international relationships and work and immigration matters. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if that applies to you, Scorpio, I think it's a positive time to tackle those things. Um, we can go into this in the practical advice, but then she gets into Merc Retro. You know, she's very quick to warn you about not signing contracts and not buying any electronics. Um, in terms of finances, she said that you might have a big bill. Um, you know, it, in kind of in tandem with Merc Retro, don't make any big purchases at the end of May. Do all that stuff in the beginning of May. Um, she says you have a buildup of three planets in your eighth house, um, and that house rules money, but also medical procedures. So maybe Scorpio, you want to you want to schedule a medical procedure, and then in kind of the the Susan advice that I feel like is not astrology advice and is just good advice. She says you might want to call your health insurance company to make sure everything is in order and that the procedure is covered. Which like, oh, wow. okay. I think is great advice, but I'm also, that to me, that's like the mama Susan Miller. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, she's just telling you like, please watch out for yourself and do this thing. You don't want to get stuck with a big bill when you could have just made a phone call. Yeah. Which I appreciate. That's correct. I appreciate that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Scorpios, you might be pulled in two directions over a legal matter. Um, again, because of things planets are doing. Pluto and uh, being in direct opposition to Mars. She also says that if it's not a legal matter, you could find yourself dealing with a ruthless competitor who needs to be stopped or curtailed. You may have to fight fire with fire. Whoa. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then a good part of the Scorpio forecast was about love. And you know, I have said many times on this podcast, I often read those and think this does not apply to me. You know, and I've been thinking that reading Susan Miller for 15 years where I kind of just glaze yeah. over that stuff. And I'm kind of like, mm -hmm. okay, Susan, yeah, true love. You've been telling me for many years that planets yeah. are doing things in my house of true love and, you know, nothing has come of it. Um, so like I'm reading this and feeling very skeptical and like on mm -hmm. my, you know, high horse about it. And she writes... If you have had a hard time finding love in the past, that may change in the weeks and months ahead and certainly by <gasps> 2022. Take off your skepticism like an old winter coat, dear Scorpio, and let it drop to the floor as you walk away from it. Alice. I just feel like she really put me in my place because she- I think she did. Yeah, she really she also addressed used Dear Scorpio, which is when she's like, she's serious, like mother, mother Susan Miller bringing you to the bosom and being like, here is patting you on the head, here is the real talk, right? So she's like, I hear your skepticism, and then also reading this over to you right now, the mm -hmm. part where she says, Take it off like an old coat, let it drop to the floor as you walk away from it. As a messy person, I thoroughly enjoy throwing clothes on the floor and walking away from them. So I feel like she's really speaking to me here. Well, I I have the image of like in Frozen when she like changes clothes and it's like, let it go. <laughs> I like that. That's more glam than what I was yeah. thinking of, which is like when I come home yeah. from a long day and I throw the clothes on the floor and then like oh. I just walk away in a huff. 
Oh, I was thinking of like in those like old movies, like a very glamorous from when enters and she doesn't even like, she's like smoking a cigarette. She doesn't even bother like having her coat in. She just like drops, rolls her shoulders and it falls off. And someone's like, let me get the fur. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, as a person who lives alone, there's no one to do that for me. And I have to eventually clean those things up. But yeah, I really, I I just feel like she was like Scorpio. I know you're skeptical. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. She goes into a lot about how love is coming for the Scorpio and Jupiter will send gleaming beams to Scorpios of all birthdays. She's, you know, she's excited about the love, the love for Scorpios. Um, She's been talking a lot about this year uh, for Scorpio uh, moving, finding a new place to live or redecorating. She says that 2021 is the year to do that. It's the best year in over a decade to address home and property matters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She is it? Go- like, wait, uh, so astrologically, because I feel like everyone's like, oh my God, the housing market is insane because people have been like moving right. to suburbs or, you know, like it's a seller's market. And I was like, so astrologically it's good, but is it good practically? We'll find Maybe- out. Maybe not. We'll find yeah. out. Right. We'll find um, out. Yeah. Right. So she says, um, if you're single, get out and circulate. Those are her words. Get out and circulate. Um, if you're married, you're probably going to be spending more time with your partner. She said, if you want to get pregnant and you're going through IVF, you could have some good news. Um, and then, of course, that the pregnancy predictions often come with something about creativity as uh, well. Okay, so if you're not yeah, okay, a pregnant great. woman, perhaps you'll be yeah. working on a creative project or like your creativity will be at like peak levels. Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it was really good. This the the love part was a was a really big part of Scorpio. And I think she said actually, um, 2022, so we're a little bit far away from that, but she said that it's uh, the best years for love for Scorpio in 12 years. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And and just there's a lot to look forward to and get excited. And um, I did have a, like, there were far less warnings about COVID than there Mm -hmm. have been. She did say... um, you might be thinking about taking a trip, but it might still be too risky because of the variants. So she recommended staying home and enjoying life at home. Okay. I mean, you know, we've been doing that, so I can keep yeah. on, keep it on. Yeah. Right. But overall, I would yeah. say I, I walked away from this month's forecast which um, with a much better feeling than I did after last moon last month's monster moon hysteria yeah well she did say may will be better so you're right she did say that repeatedly yeah because repeatedly so I think that was a message that we forgot to listen to because we kept just we're focused on what's this monster moon I also feel like she's really heard you Alex and you're constant like oh why does this apply to me the love is always wrong and She's like, let me address my dear fan 
Dear Scorpio Alex. <laughs> well, I was like, did she yeah. listen to the podcast? A little bit, I'm wondering. I'm like, how does she know? Or, and then I was like, or are, are we know? all the same? Are all the Scorpios the same? I also wonder, but I don't know. I also wonder, Alex, if we had a band, would we call it Eclipse Season? <laughs> um, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see the album cover now. Some kind of like moon with like in shadow, but also with like neon colors everywhere. And like maybe a little bit like a like David Bowie face where it's like half. Oh yes, please. Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, why bother with a band if you're not going to have that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm glad. Great. So we, yeah okay great so our so we gotta have a um, merge says dream big and plan and then a band that's called eclipse season <laughs> these are some of my takeaways wow we're gonna be so busy it's so busy well she says collaborate and creativity so i don't know yeah that's true yeah i don't know and we obviously <laughs> do whatever she tells us so obviously so we don't really have a podcast we're only gonna end the podcast and she's like you may have a venture closing we'll be like time to end it <laughs> I know, Susan, do you know you have this much power over us? I think she's only only a little bit aware, but she has millions of readers. So a lot of us are very responsive to Susan Miller. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so the practical advice recap that we've heard is to be getting things like contracts and agreements done in the first three weeks of May. Yes, um, and Mercury, then, like, it's... The dates are May 29 until June 22nd. Okay. So that's the practical advice is just be aware of Mercury retrograde. And also maybe these eclipse things could break promises. So some money issues maybe. Okay. So that's good to know. That's some practical advice. That's some good practical advice. Um, Okay. Well, yeah, I feel good about this. Okay. So next, so we're going to, so that's May, which is like, many Taurian blessings um, upon all of us. And it also sounds like Scorpio is benefiting. Well, it's Taurus and Scorpio on the opposite ends of the Zodiac, right? So we're kind of like mirror reflections or opposites. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. so yeah, it's nice to know that both of us are, are shining at least. Okay. <laughs> at least for this month. Yeah. At least for this month. We don't know. She didn't say anything about June yet. So we'll just have to see what will happen for our hot girl summer. That's right. Yeah. Hot girl summer. Um, Okay. So we're going to be back with our, your June forecast, whatever she posts early, late, we don't know. Um, And then we're also going to do a special episode on Mercury retrograde for the people. Um, and then if we ever figure out exactly what eclipse season is, we will either have a band or an episode about it. <laughs> I might never know. I might just continue to say pla- planets will do something. Right. Planets will do things, which is, I mean, also another pra- takeaway. Practice, the moon is always going and the planets are always doing something. And Uranus is never not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great takeaways. I think yeah. our listeners will agree with that last yeah. one. I hope. <laughs> just keep just keep twerking your way around <laughs> your, whatever your orbit is just twerk around the sun everybody twerk around the sun exactly <laughs> okay. Um, okay well um thanks everybody for listening if you want to uh tell us anything about your monster moon or anything that's happening for you you, you can always email us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com 
And you can always like, follow, subscribe, or as Susan Miller would say, tell a friend about the podcast. Um, And otherwise, we will see you next month. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.